Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of A Talk of the Clones. I'm one of your hosts, Angel Galuzzi. And I'm Julie Rodriguez. And I am Jamie Daffenport. And together we are Captain Platinum. No, I'm kidding. So, um, we got ourselves a nice little double header for today. Um, we're going to be discussing both uh, episode four and episode five of The Bad Batch. Um, episode four being titled Cornered and episode five, Rampage. And we definitely got ourselves a nice, uh, you know, pretty solid some uh, thoughts, some thoughts on these two episodes. I think uh, uh, definitely probably not the most uh, main storyline advancing episodes so far we've had it's been more of an adventure of the week sort of scenario but there's a lot of great details in these episodes that um they do somewhat push the overall narrative or rather inform it in in ways that we think are pretty interesting i actually really liked episode four the first time i watched it i was like i don't know i think we're at like three watch throughs now and i really liked how they're incorporating i guess more real life elements in terms of hey we gotta get some credits how do we get some credits uh you know you don't really i guess see that a lot in the star wars universe it's kind of like how in episode eight it was introduced the concept of fuel and then we saw it again in the solo movie i think the last time they had like a credits problem was episode one right it's been a minute since we've had to. When they're trying yeah. to buy Anakin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it was. It was like it's, they're they're trying to buy Anakin, and then you know they got their parts all messed up and trying <laughs> to fix the ship. What a movie, huh? What a movie. I don't know how it didn't win all those Oscars. It blows my mind how the Republic didn't have enough money to free Anakin's mother, but somehow, like a few years later, has enough money to conduct this war with the Separatists. But that's just me. Listen, listen, listen. They just didn't want to release her. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> we do not free the moms in Star Wars. Got it. Exactly. Hey, listen, listen. Come on. What? Money to to, to for, for slaves? What, you, what? No, no, no. Military industrial complex. All right. Blank check, baby. There we go. There we go. Yeah, we don't want those regular slaves. We want the slaves that we make out of a out We of want clones. generational slaves? Yeah. Oh, well. Because they... <laughs> We need fresh slaves that are genetically engineered to be, you know, to, to just be incredibly submissive and obey no matter what. Which still blows my mind on the Bad Batch, the, like the whole thing of them not wanting to use clones anymore because it's more cost effective to hire like regular soldiers and stuff still blows my mind. I still can't get past that. Like, how is it more cost effective? to hire and house regular soldiers than it is to just have your soldiers made and housed all the time. I wouldn't be surprised if the Kaminoans are charging them a premium for the clones, but like uh, you have to, training pretty much since birth for the clones is a thing. And then uh, genetic modifications, I think, because you need also um, the DNA donor to be alive and present to be able to get good samples to create good clones if not they come all fucked up apparently uh so every 10 years you'd have to find a new donor mm -hmm. and then you have to start from scratch so it's probably more of involved more an involved process than we think it is gotcha and also it's like convince the public that the imperials are the good guys and then kill them off <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I think another interesting... They can't fight back yeah, if they're dead. No, of course not. Of course not. 
<laughs> I think another potential angle. I don't think they're gonna go. They're gonna touch on this at all. But this is kind of just like you know, sitting in the in in the moment and thinking about it. You know, waxing philosophical. I think that to a degree, another good um, argument for the empire wanting to recruit people instead of you know just make people. Um, it gets the, the 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 rest of the galaxy that's subjugated more complicit in the, the the system of control being put over them because it's not just this distant empire oh. it's also like yeah yeah my son enlisted in the empire you got a problem with that eh? he's fighting to make sure that you're all safe eh? you what you do get out of here okay. get out of my bar you know what i'm saying it's, it's one of those scenarios right so now yeah. it's like no those are yeah, those no, are our boys out there you know it's a little different and yeah, these rebels are terrorists. You can't trust these rebels. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why some, you know, the, the space, hey, if they got a space Boston, they got a space jersey. All right. I'm, I'm, I want a space jersey. <laughs> I mean, they've got a space Australia, so. Oh, they clearly do. I was confirmed in like our <laughs> episode. New Zealand. Two. New, Zealand? New Zealand? Oh, man. Uh, they got one too. Yeah. If, if we got a space New Zealand and we got a space Boston, we got a space jersey and a space Australia. And the space Australia is where is where they get all the monsters from. I mean, we also got space Mexico somewhere. Oh, so that's true. <laughs> that's true. And it's not a new planet. It's been in this fight for a long time. So it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. I want to visit these planets now. I want to see more of them. But space Australia, ah, that's got to be the most dangerous planet ever. If it lives up to the Australian <laughs> heritage, no, forget about it. We must never go there. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, speaking of planets, we went into a very interesting planet in episode four, uh, Cornered. We went to the planet Pantora. Pantora is new to my understanding. I don't think I've ever seen it in any other point in the Star Wars uh, lore. So I think this is our, our first introduction to Pantora. Please correct me if I'm wrong. So we were introduced to Pantorans in episode one. That's the one that uh, or George Lucas and his family had a cameo. There I am being wrong aggressively <laughs> as the blue Pantorans. But the cool part is Pantora. <laughs> this was actually created for the Clone Wars, Ooh. an eight episode arc called the Dark Disciple storyline. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it, it's a book now uh, that you could go ahead and buy. And I know it's on Kindle Unlimited, but it's basically um, where Asajj Ventress and Quinlan Vos fall in love and this is after after she's no longer a part of the dark side mm -hmm. you know an acolyte is that what she was mm -hmm. i believe the appropriate term but anyway she's a bounty hunter at this point and the cool thing about the book is that quinlan Voss and asajj ventress learn how to use elements of both the light side of the force and the dark side of the force to all like all together so i guess it's kind of like the beginnings of a gray jedi essentially but yeah so that was cool, and it made me feel a little bit better. Uh, I don't want to jump into the next episode yet, but one of my theories was like, we are going to get Asajj Ventress. It doesn't, or some kind of like, we're going to visit Dathomir in some way. And we didn't, however, knowing that we've kind of used like leftover parts of what was supposed to be a storyline featuring Darth, uh, Asajj Ventress, it explains why we had, you know, Omega now has a nice sister bow and why we had a Rancor in episode five. We're, let's yeah, stick to yeah. episode four now. Definitely. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, I believe you were the one that had mentioned this, uh, Julie, that this was a reference to the Avatar 
uh, planet, the Avatar world of Pandora. The was no, that, that was, was that you or no? <laughs> or was oh no 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 the other way around? No, that was absolutely you. No 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 no. Okay. Yeah. So this is clearly a reference to guys. Pandora is canon. James Cameron is confirmed to be making fourteen Star Wars movies now. I have a source. He was. Pandora <laughs> is Pandora in a galaxy far, far away in a time long ago. I don't know. I, this is the I blue evolution, know. I guess. <laughs> it turns from George Lucas to like the yeah, long neck freaks they, and uh, hey, Pandora. They got the, 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 some blue aliens walking around. Everything was very beautiful, colorful, plenty of lights. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there weren't any flying dragons that they were c plugging into, but I think that would have been too on the nose personally. I mean, there was a flying dragon in episode five. So what's going to happen is the Empire is going to come in, eliminate everything on Pandora or Pantora, and then it's going to become Pandora. Exactly. <laughs> After thousands of years. I is guess. that what uh, we're going with? Where does the space Pocahontas <laughs> story come into play, though? Because that's kind of what that movie was all about. It's just Pocahontas in space, guys. So, you know, <laughs> I, if you want to watch one of them. Now they are. They're yeah. all Disney. I believe Disney right? owns um, uh, Avatar. Did, I'm going to be owned by Disney pretty soon. You already are. With as much money as I've thrown at Star Wars, yeah, I guess, I guess they do. Owe, <laughs> they own a specific chunk of me. Yeah, they've got a solid investment in there. But anyway, let's uh, let's go into uh, who we saw. We ran into our good old pal Fennec Shand in Episode Four. And Fennec Shan is a bounty hunter. We've also seen her in the Mandalorian. Um, she is the lovely, uh, mechanically, uh, you know, enhanced um, bounty hunter who was uh, just, you know, running around <laughs> with Boba Fett, you know, singing show tunes, doing what they do best. You know what I'm saying? That's so what they were up her, to. And, uh, this is her first in-universe uh, appearance, I guess. I know she was introduced in The Mandalorian, but this takes place about 30 years before The Mandalorian. So this is her first foray really into bounty hunting. And she is working for someone and we have no idea who it is. Is it Palpatine? Is it Nala Se? Is it someone else? I don't know. But this is she is the reason why I fully believe that we're going to have Boba Fett at some point in this series. Because it would make much more sense that... Uh, Boba Fett owes her in some way, and we know that he does not like feeling in debt to anyone, so he, that's why he finds this bitch in the sand and fixes her up instead of just mm -hmm. like <laughs> some random hoe. And he was like, here's some no, electronics now. Very good point. I mean, <laughs> I think, I, I think honestly, given the, we've had, I mean, this is like the second soft nod to a potential uh, Boba entrance. I think it was in episode three where they mentioned, you know, the they talked about the, the, the DNA running out for um making more clones and now now we have fennec shan appearing so we have we're getting some like ancillary boba fett uh nods right because we we already know as a fan base we're primed to associate fennec shan yeah. with, with boba because of mandalorian it's the most recent thing in our heads so I yeah, think and with the book I, of Boba Fett coming I, exactly, up, it would make sense. Exactly. We got book of Boba Fett coming uh, down the pipeline. So I personally think it's a great opportunity to bring in a young Boba. I wonder if Boba, if Fennec Shan's older than Boba. I mean, she clearly 
moisturizes just like a home. The Clone Wars takes place. <laughs> what was your name? The the the. the, the so the, the Clone Wars takes place over three years. The Mandalorian. <laughs> and he's a child in Episode yeah. Two. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's true. I I'm like. No, no, you're right. I thought I'd do that Well, well, yeah. <laughs> So I think Fetishan's older than Boba. If only three years has three years have passed since Jango Fett has died during Clone Wars, we saw him kind of like taken, being taken under the wind by other bounty hunters. So it'd be interesting if actually Fennec Shan takes him under her wing essentially for a little bit, and then he becomes more of a seasoned bounty hunter, like that way. That would be an interesting kind of like twist to their story. Ah, oh, that's not that's not bad. That's not bad. I could I could see that happening. Yeah, even though it's a little weird because. Tamora Morrison is like clearly looks a lot older. I don't know because she's also like fifty three years old that, and hasn't fucking cracked. That's, she's that's like what I'm saying. So there's some there's some crazy shit going on in the Star Wars universe about how people actually age. <laughs> we got we got Fennec Shand over here. To be fair, he was in the Sarlacc pit, so we could blame it a little bit on that. But that's what I'm thinking it is. It's the sand vagina. It didn't do wonders for his skin. There was probably a lot of acid involved. <laughs> And then he got, you know, then he kind of just put on a couple pounds, you know what I'm saying? The Sarlacc's pH levels are a little off. That's what it was. That's what it was. But <laughs> Fennec Shan, on the other hand, she clearly has been on the same regiment that um the the, the this the Mandalorian. I always forget her name. I don't know the the Eris. You know what I'm talking about. Come on. The Oh my goodness, bro. The Mandalorian. What are we doing here? What do I have you here for? Um, Bo-Katan. <laughs> Bo-Katan. There you go. There Bo-Katan? You go. The broke, broke baton. Same moisturizer, yeah, bro- bro- I guess. Broke baton. That one. <laughs> she's broke baton. She's, she's got the, they got the same moisturizing routine. They have to. They probably know the Kardashians doctor or something because they are looking incredible. <laughs> Warfare has done nothing to that skin. Kardashians. Would they be Twi'lex? No, uh... Yeah, if I was if I was behind that, I would do it that way. I would probably say that the the, the yeah, definitely. I would make if if we're gonna canonize Kardashians into the Star Wars universe, I would make them Twi'leks. I think that's the way to go. Absolutely. And whatever moisturizing <laughs> facial reconstruction routines they got going on, Fennec Shan, uh, clearly. And broke baton, they 100% do that because they look incredible. <laughs> Warfare has done nothing to that skin. Those ladies are looking on point. Boba looks like he's been evading taxes for 30 years, and he's tired of it. He's just he's just tired. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's got that look to him. But uh, yeah, man. It's wild. It's wild. I'm just, I'm just really hoping we do get ourselves some, some good Boba Fett action. Cause always, always love to see some Boba. I gotta say, I absolutely love Fennec Shan's character development because we didn't. Yeah, she was there in the Mandalorian, but we didn't get a lot of her. If that makes any sense, she was kind of more like a side character. So it's interesting to see like she has, she generally seems to care for Omega to some extent. Like she doesn't rough her up or kind of like manhandle her all that much comparatively to, you know, how Boba Fett would have handled it or Bosk or like IG-88 or like the other Mandalorians. Yeah, for sure. So to see her like uh, give Omega some food when she's hungry and even when she drops Omega on that moving kind of Mm -hmm. like garbage truck thing, whatever the hell it was, she was like tuck and roll kid. Yeah. So she was 
and she's trying not to like harm her. It could be that you're not supposed to harm her for the bounty. Mm -hmm. But she also goes back and pays short little non-intimidated homie. <laughs> so she's definitely a people person. Fennec <laughs> Shan, a bounty hunter of the people. Quality service guarantee. <laughs> She's not gonna rough up the the the, the parcel. She's also new to the scene, so maybe she hasn't been ruined. Hey, there we go. She's just she's well, you know, she has some abdominal problems. She got a nice ass shit for being new, man. She did. She did. Who the hell was paying her? I want to know. Got, she, hey, maybe maybe she's just well connected. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what it is. Or she jacked it from someone. Maybe it's the emperor. Ooh, maybe it's the emperor. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah. I'm telling you, because look, because here's the thing, because this this bounty hunter angle is an interesting one, right? Uh, obviously, mm -hmm. this this episode is more of a, um, it's more of just a space adventure type episode. You know, we see the the the, the boys and all their. It was setting them up to become mercenaries in episode five. Exactly. Really. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not gonna lie to you, Echo as like him leading the droids that I loved every second I of that echo. that was so <laughs> entertaining dude when they make him pretend to be a droid and then when he's sticks out the gun at the protocol droid bro i'm sorry i i loved it <laughs> i loved it <laughs> he's like the exhausted mother like he's always getting stuck in these situations and like wants nothing to do with anything constantly grumpy i love echo so much it was great man and he looks fucking cool he does man he looks great i can't wait for this guy to be uh, you know be given a buster blaster for for an arm you know what i'm saying he's gonna be the new mega man guaranteed i'm looking forward to it but i, I love that scene i thought it was wonderful the scene with him and Omega and the little doll is the reason why I bought the little wooden doll. Uh, like, um, Jen Arso's, like, little Stormy, I think is what it's called in the books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just like, oh my god, what if they sell exactly, like, one, like, the clone trooper? And I saw that when I was like, I have to buy it. But I felt like I was seeing things. So the first time I saw the episode, I thought it was, like, it had blue stripes on it, like a 501st mm -hmm. uh, clone trooper. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I wrote it down and I watched it again. And the same thing, I'm like, it's blue. Uh, and then I went and watched it again earlier today, kind of do a recap before, you know, we did this podcast and it's red now, like it has a red tint and I feel like I'm going fucking crazy. So I went on Tumblr and sure enough, they did a little bit of change there. So I did some like post editing after initial release and I feel like I'm going insane. Well, I'll be damned. So that means they're changing the episodes because they know that I guessed that Palpy claps and they <laughs> want to change it now retroactively. Jamie, you're going to have to take the wheel here because I'm going to get heated. No, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, why would they change it from blue to red? Like, what is the... I mean, they've been subtly changing colors. Right. Especially because of the whole whitewashing issues, so... It's just interesting to, that, like... They would make a, a small change like that to, mm -hmm. like, what does the red and blue indicate? Well, red would be Coruscant, which would be the troopers of the people, and then blue is just the Bible first. Mm -hmm. Remember, so like, they changed it we've, to red. We've lost the coloring on all the troopers except for the Coruscant Guard, which is still red, and you can see the Mon Camino as we saw a few episodes True. ago. Right. But everyone else is just, you know, all white, except for the baddies, which are black. Because they got that main character thing going on. <laughs> yup, yup. I, 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 I didn't even think about that. That's why we, you see, Jamie. That's why we got the Jedi archives here. The the archives are not mm -hmm. incomplete. They are. I very just thought complete. it was like. I love it. I'm telling you. 
She's like my personal. I thought it was just Echo being like, "This is what I used uh-huh. to look like. Look at this little thing." I don't know. It was adorable. It is it's adorable. So the whole man. dad batch yes, thing going dude. on. I know it's supposed to be the bargain batch this episode. <laughs> the bargain <but>. batch. <laughs> Well, that was your pun. Oh, yes, that God. is our oh surprise, yes, our pun the of the bargain week. Batch. I love it. <laughs> we're I the bargain it. batch, and it works even better since we're doing two episodes at once. I figured no, it's, you know, like, it is bargain. absolutely. I, just, I love that scene so much. Wonderful. Oh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> I that that's probably my favorite scene out of the two the two episodes was whenever he he went in as as the droid, and uh, it's just so it's also so like skeezy right mm-hmm. yeah like they're like oh no we're totally gonna lie to this guy like we, we're gonna try to be good and then they just they're bad <laughs> well i mean you know i mean they gotta do what you gotta yeah. do i can't invent that mi gente. yeah the guy, the guy was a dick enough so <laughs> that's how that's how yeah. it is man hey they gotta be yeah. barred he deserved it and we had you know <laughs> the wonderful introduction of clink exactly he's got all the hands echo's only got mm-hmm. one <laughs> There you go. But yeah, man, I think. And then speaking of droids, Gonky being so useful, carrying around the tools. Love oh, it. So cute. Love Just, it. My heart can hardly handle it. We, you know, we need, we need, and and I hope someone down the line does this. Just give us like a Wally-esque Star Wars movie with a droid. Where we just follow the droid. I'm giving, I I'm giving you guys free game out there. If there's a single person writing screenplays, aren't they releasing a series of animated series of droids? I, I, I don't, I didn't ask for no damn animated oh, series. Give I, me a I, movie. No, Give the people, no, not, no, not <laughs> you. I'm talking, I'm talking to Lucasfilm. I would never speak to you like that. Never. I'm speaking to Lucasfilm, who doesn't, who's, who's at this point defying my uh, uh, claims that 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 palpy claps, and I know it to be true, and they know it to be true as well. They're hiding it. They're retroactively changing colors so that palpy doesn't clap. But trust me, people, I promise you, palpy claps. Moving forward. They gotta give us a Wally movie. I'm looking forward to that animated one though, because I, you are right. They did announce that, correct? It's like an animated mm-hmm. uh, series with droids. And I don't know I love if it's them. 2D or you. 3D, but I want it. It doesn't matter. I want it too. Oh, I'm on board. I'm on board for almost anything Star Wars. I'm telling you, I'm a mindless slave to this <laughs> Star Wars stuff. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And I would love that 100%. I think the droids are something that's such a constant, ever-present thing in Star Wars. And they're always off to the side. But, you know, I feel like it would be really awesome to have a movie where the droids are front and center, you know? And and in, in the original Star Wars, what, what kicked off the movie? If not, you know... Uh, Obviously, the, the the main scene with the Imperial uh, Star Destroyer coming over to you know give uh, Princess Leia the business, but we're following the droids. We're following C three PO and R two for for a solid chunk there, and they are the ones that are uh, carrying the MacGuffin, you know. And the droids are leading us, and it's pretty early in the movie, right? So mm-hmm. I I think I think a nice, good old Wally type movie, you know, with a we're, we're a little droid that could scenario or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It'd be great, man. It'd be awesome. I'd, I'd be down for it. Oh, fuck 100%. yeah. I have to say, if they suddenly have a clink droid at the Batu droid building station, I will take my ass back to Disney and I'm going to build one. His name is Pinch because he got fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I got an interesting little tidbit for you guys. Oh? 
Now, I kind of want to bring it up now because I it, it's it's fresh in my mind, but I don't know if we want to transition into episode five just yet. So if you have any more takes. I think we've covered I, everything in episode four. Yeah, I think you just transitioned into episode five, my friend. Transition. I can't complain. So there's one scene. Let me let me transition <laughs> for you guys. You ready? It's you transition as well as the end of Rogue One to the beginning oh, of Episode Four. Oh, you get you scene. give me too much credit. You f- don't flatter me like that. I'm gonna start <laughs> blushing over here. So, let me tell you, Episode Four, we have a pivotal scene, and it's 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 kind of sneaky, but it's something that I've been noticing, right? Episode and, Five? N- no, Episode Four, and it happened. It connects to Episode oh. Five, right? I so I, okay, mamo. No, I got you. I got you. So in Cornered, <laughs> there's a scene where um, obviously where we have um, Omega running through uh-huh. um, that, that tunnel. And it's a standoff between uh, Fennec Shand, right? And and, and and what was his name? Destro- Destructor and Destructor, right? Re- Wrecker, Crusher, <laughs> Smasher, that guy. You know what I'm talking about. The, the, the Hulk. So Fennec Shan and the Hulk are about to go. They're going to go at it with each other. It's okay. We can say that, Jamie. Don't worry about it. They both. They, they own both of them. Disney owns both of them. So we had we we have that show off. Yeah, that little standoff there go down. And what happens? Fennec Shan obviously mops the floor with this guy. Uses his own weight against him. Right. Super slick move. But why am I bringing such <laughs> bringing up such a small scene that seems inconsequential? Well. In that scene, he got hit in the head. The inhibitor chip. And we oh, already talked about this last time <laughs> about that hit. inhibitor chip scenario where he's getting headaches. Episode five, he's still getting uh-huh. headaches. So, guys, you tell me, are we going to get a, 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 a destructor scene where his inhibitor chip get goes wonky? Right? Are we gonna get that down the road? Because I think we are. I think they're subtly, uh, you know, giving us that. Or is Wrecker just a football player who's overly concussed from getting his head hit so many times? Because I, I think I think it's inhibitor chip. Because because baby Rancor, Moochie, our Moochie. new God Emperor Queen, our new Empress Queen Moochie, <laughs> she. Um, she was smashing that dude's face in, right? She got a a, a, a good amount of clean hits on him in the at the end of episode five, so he could just be a concussed football player, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think they're giving us that inhibitor chip uh, uh, twist. I think I, I think they're gonna go down that road. I think that these guys aren't fully safe yet. That they're that the fact that they're the bad batch and all that they, they're clean right now with the inhibitor chips and their chips haven't gone off and they're not functioning properly but i i i think them not digging into their heads and trying to take those chips out is a mistake because who's to say that those chips won't activate down the road mm-hmm. and they were just temporarily malfunctioning and i think that wrecker might actually end up i i think that you know he, he had that headache in episode three right and you can kind of brush it off like well they did just get into an uh the, the, a crash or whatever but now star wars is way those, too on the nose for it to not mean something 
it's what I'm telling you. He's having headaches again, and this was before he got his face crushed by uh, Fennec Shan, and then again by by Queen Muchi just destroying his face multiple times. She got a lot of clean blows on him, so uh, he was showing those signs of the headaches before that. So I'm thinking maybe maybe Wrecker here might uh might be in that scenario. You know what I'm saying? We might get a Destructor uh, reveal here. I'm so excited you brought this up because I actually have notes on this because I have theories. So it wouldn't Hell yeah. it wouldn't make Let's go. <laughs> it wouldn't make sense for the inhibitor to chip to go off unless there was a Jedi or some force sensitive person on board to make it worthwhile. Because you know oh the big thing God. the big thing is Order 66, oh which is kill God. all the Jedi. Yes. So we are going to Braca. Maybe we are somehow getting Cal Kestis. I don't think so because you know he 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 lays low for the most part. However, we do have the battalion that Jared Patal had. With there is some ep like a there's some scenes with them that we haven't seen that we only seen in the trailer, but we have yet to see in the series. So I don't know if Omega is force sensitive, but she might have some force precognition is what I'm thinking now. Because she's able to kind of like know things without actually knowing things. And that was another thing that was also kind of like introduced in um, the, I forget the name of the game now. Fallen Order. Yeah. The Fallen Order. Yes. Okay. So, so I think that. And then also when I first saw the Return of the King scene, when we got Rex walking around with the, the Bad Batch on that planet, I thought... Okay, so they're returning back to where the Venator crashed on that one moon that they, I don't think it has a name yet. I don't even know what the name of the Venator they were on because it wasn't the one that they use, where Attican typically uses. But anyways, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Anyways, I thought the reason why they were, mm -hmm. there's two reasons why I would think they will return to a Venator starship to kind of like go through it. One is because Rex was able to have his inhibitor chip successfully removed. So maybe he is taking them there because their inhibitor chips are activating. And that one in particular, Rex knows how to do it now. Or two, kind of like in, I think it's episode nine, where they go to a fallen starship and they find a, uh, a holocron, a Jedi holocron or a Sith holocron, one of those two. So yeah. what if they actually find a Jedi yeah, hiding out nice. in there or something of that nature? And then that triggers it off. Yeah, or whatever. those are my theories. <laughs> I think. I think. I mean, look, I'm I'm all for that, but I think I think the more powerful approach is to have Omega trigger it. Oh, absolutely. We you have to saying? have some kind of Jedi because at this point. There, think, it doesn't make sense otherwise. Mm -hmm. It's Star Wars, baby. Look, I know. I know. There's a lot of fans out there. They want Star Wars to not be about the Force all the time. I'm I'm one of them. I like a nice, solid Star Wars story that isn't Force and Jedi focused. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of good stuff out there and a lot of interesting stories you can tell in this universe. No doubt about it. But there's two. You know, the clones are too intertwined Star with the Jedi that, for it to not know, have that overlap. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's they're they're too close to it, you know. They're they're too close to that business, and I think if 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 you're telling a story primarily about the clones, specifically clones, how do these survivors of the Clone Wars who retain agency, how they reintegrate into society and in, and in a society that's in flux? 
right? That's radically changing around them where everyone now is going to be put under a system of control mm-hmm. as they've gained their freedom, right? The, you can't, like, it's part of their legacy uh, of the clones to be intertwined with a Jedi. Like you said, it's, 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 it's too intertwined with the story of, of what it is to be a clone, because the, the 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 clone wars were fought by the, the the republic with the jedi at the lead yeah and they were they were led by the jedi right so they they it's it's i do think it's just one of those things the force sensitives um with the, with the clones it's just they go hand in hand and the fact that those inhibitor chips were meant specifically to go after um jedi you know, like a homing beacon, like it just like boom. They just they see a Jedi, all they see is red, kill, kill, kill. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's, was their failsafe. Essentially, you can't not exactly. Yeah, you can't not address that and explore that. And honestly, I think there's still so much you can explore in that with some really good storytelling to be to be uh, you know to be told through that. So yeah, no, I think I think you're onto something there. Hundred percent, I'm on board with that. Ooh, that's a good take. That's a spicy one. That's a spicy one. I think you you think I'm very proud of it. (laughs) Oh, girl, I think I'm telling you, I think Wrecker, he's just going to be like, and then it's just going to be horrible. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to stop him, obviously. They're not going to kill our little girl. No. But uh, he's going to try to go for it. Of course, which sucks because, like, the relationship that they're building is, like, Mm -hmm. heartbreaking. Like, it's so, like, it's so wholesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, Uncle so Wrecker, sweet. you're the best. It's so sweet. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. You'll love it. So, episode five. We saw a... the We finally got to see what a sugar glider looks like in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> um, it was a lot bigger that, than, uh, than the ones we have. The main uh, slaver kind of looked like that guy from Ice Age. The one with the bad eye and the bandana. I, oh, dude! Yeah, wow. Jeez. <laughs> I thought he also kind of looked like the uh, uh, forgetting the guy's name now. The imp- not the emperor, but the guy who's the guy in Game of Thrones. Well, yeah, uh, Beric Dondarrion. Very like kind of looked like him too. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you were saying hi, May. There, there's a. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, I can't remember who the character is. Oh, I'm just gonna cut that out. Remember now, <laughs> pressure. No, pressure. what's the guy? The guy who's buying the clones. Watto. The general. No, wait. Who was buying the clones? He's mm. he's he's at he's. I can't think of anything right now. The dude that buys the clones is the spider. No, he he works for the Empire. Admiral Tarkin. Yes, Admiral Tarkin. El viejo. Ah, oh, there you go, Tarkin. 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 <laughs> Governor now. He's still oh, governor, because of the right? hair. Got it. got it. Got it. Got yeah, it. Got it. I don't know. I they oh, he's still governor. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's. No, he he does. He does. Huh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's still a governor. He's tall as fuck too. Governor Tarkin. Governor Tarkin. They manhandled you my boys this episode. Is? So is 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 Moochie <laughs> the? Yeah. Is is that the Rancor Our that, that yes. Luke fights? <gasps> no. Isn't it? Poor yeah. Moochie. Jeez, and that, no. and, and probably, and that you disgusting, vile Skywalker filth killed my queen, who I bent the knee to. Oh no! Think about it. So, think about personally, it. personally, I think I don't like it. It's a I lot of heartache. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. You, you still like these Skywalkers? For our listeners, you these Skywalkers Mucci are worth is the protecting? in this episode. Oh, it's everything. <laughs> and That's the, why you have to get behind the palpies. The palpies. Destroy the Skywalkers. <laughs> now it all makes sense why we should hate the Skywalkers. Join the Empire. <laughs> Join the dark side. They clap. Because it seems like, it seems like, like they, they were... Like leader. They were... Like, Moochie mm-hmm. was happy to go back to Jabba. He's a baby. Right? He don't know better. She don't know better. But he... She, yeah. She was, like, happy to go back. Kind of like... Mm-hmm. Like, their pet almost, are we, not really. Are we happy we got to see Bib Fortuna? Ugh. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah because yeah, they... It's, it is... It, yes, because they brought him back only to kill him, you know, it's for the baby. prologue of, like, uh, the Book of Boba Fett. But, like, also, like, this is Bib Fortuna before he was fat. <laughs> yeah. But I like that I mean, they're bringing in I mean, tattooing. Like you cannot, no matter where we go in the Star Wars universe or what time we're at in the Star Wars universe, we can't seem to escape tattooing. And it's supposed to be like a backwater planet, which is more even more interesting. But yeah, but I, I think the reason why why tattooing plays such a role is because it's I mean not only beginning. because it's the first planet <laughs> that we visit, and it's the be- yeah, it's 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 the the Garden of Eden of Star Wars in a sense, right? <laughs> If 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 the Garden of Eden only produced scum and villainy, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> the, the 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 thing the thing about the thing about um, <laughs> yeah and and Skywalkers these whiny Skywalkers killing our Queen Muchi, uh, you know what? It's, All it's, they care about is uh, sand not, and killing children. Hopefully, it's it's the worst. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I I don't understand why you guys like these Skywalkers <laughs> so much. The Mooch. The, 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 where, where's the Moochie love? Where? Anyway, I'm, I, I, I'm telling you. <laughs> Palpy claps and bend the knee to Moochie. So, like I was saying, <laughs> I, I think you're right. We can't escape Tatooine. It's, it is the beginning. But also, it's I, I think it's because, you know, we do have probably the most prolific gangster in, in the Star Wars universe, Java. at least during this period where we have Jabba there, you know, and he's like, he's like the boss dog, right? He's like running so much of the underworld. Um, and it's just like, when you have a system of control, like the empire in place, your, your, you know, lawless outer, uh, I guess markets, right. Are going to thrive. Because the more you try to clamp down on people, the more some people are gonna are, are gonna rebel. Obviously, but economically, you're gonna have a lot of gangs, right? And if they can't be met with force, you know, they're gonna thrive out in the outer rim. So, Tatooine's always gonna be a thing. You got that boss dog out there. He's just doing a. He's just doing his thing. He's always going to be connected. He's going to be connected in one way or another. So speaking of organized crime, here's my so, segue mm-hmm. into something I wanted to bring up. Um, one year ago, practically last July, Sam Witwer did live streams or interviews or whatever the hell you wanted to call it. Sam Witwer is the voice of Darth Maul, where he confirmed that he was doing voices for the Bad Batch. So could this be we are getting Darth Maul as head of the Concord Dawn and considering they're mercenaries now, it's perfectly plausible. Or are we getting like Darth Maul after he's stranded on is it Malincor or whatever the hell he is at where they found him in Rebels? I don't know. It's, I 
Actually, I'm not. I'm not too clear. Yeah, because Darth Maul is another one of those that, of that we cannot escape from. Like Darth Maul yeah. comes back <laughs> in everything, essentially. Mm -hmm. So it would be kind of like yeah, Solo era Darth Maul, head of the Concord of uh, the Crimson Dawn. Yeah, the, he's the head of the um, Concord Grapes Dawn. <laughs> no, Concord Dawn yeah, is yeah, a Mandalorian yeah. planet, so it's like Crimson yeah, Dawn. So I exactly. get them mixed up. So I apologize. But <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Could we be? Could hey, we be getting some? Hey, you're Darth talking Maul? to the guy who can't remember, who can't remember Baton's name. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Maybe That's Darth Maul like, is so angry that Palpatine is always getting like one up on him. He's just like, let me go get his daughter. Let me go get his kid. Or this kid is force sensitive. Let me try to once again get another like Padawan mm -hmm. or like, whatever acolyte, whatever the Sith version of it is. Because he tried to get a Ahsoka. Yeah. Sorry. Go okay. ahead. I was just gonna say that uh, he, he's mad that Palpy claps. And he doesn't have a dick anymore because half of his body was chopped <laughs> off. So he, it's gone exactly. <laughs> he took everything from him. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? So I think it was Freddie Prince Jr. He said it in, in an interview. He was like comparing um, Darth Maul to uh, was it the um, the Greek mythological figures uh sisyphus well, i'm gonna have right? to google this i don't know how to is it syphilis oh, okay well it's, it, it was syphilis yes yes darth maul is syphilis you just can't get rid of him they don't have a cure for syphilis in star wars so that's why he keeps appearing you took my joke from god damn it <laughs> so i was gonna say hey, hey no worries it's because we're on it's just we're on the same page it's what it is you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. I, I i if i didn't want you to dunk it i shouldn't have thrown the alley <laughs> but but uh yeah it, it was an interview that he gave where he was talking mainly he was just uh somewhat critiquing criticizing the star wars fandom um for not understanding star wars like how or rather oh the God. force um and 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 whatnot how how um uh filoni and lucas understand it as and I think he made some pretty solid points for sure, because I guess he does come from a position where he would, I, he's, I mean, he's closer to the source than I am, right? So I guess, I guess that. Ugh, tell Scooby-Doo he needs to calm down with this holier-than-thou mentality, all right? Yeah, no, definitely. Look, I think anytime, I think anytime you want to, like, tell people about something, you got to avoid coming off as the whole holier-than-thou thing. Because that's that's literally when it, in an argument, right? That's that's called an appeal to authority. Mm. That's basically what he did. His whole thing was appealing to an authority. He appealed to the authority of of Dave Filoni. Um, the problem is, is that Star Wars is not an actual thing that exists in the real world. So it's it, it is art, and art is 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 you know fundamentally a subjective medium it's there's so only so much objectivity that you can have in it it's people are going to interpret things in different ways especially something like the force and, and star wars itself it's it's left vague intentionally and that's why it reaches so many people right when george lucas came up with this system of of, of the force he he borrowed from a lot of religions throughout the world and he, he specifically borrowed common um, aspects found in various religions around the world. And that's why Star Wars is so effective in connecting with so many people, because it's it has that familiarity um, to, to them based on 
culturally where they may have been brought up or something like that with regards to religion, right? That's why the force is, is, is vague enough. But with that comes, you know, I mean, if you're going to talk about religion, there's a lot of them. And it, it's because religion is subject to interpretation to many, many people, right? Same thing with the force, same thing with Star Wars. If you keep it vague enough, you're going to get a lot of interpretations of it. And it's hard to tell them that they're wrong, right? Because there was nothing too concrete to begin with. I hope, am I, am I making sense? You are. I hope I'm making sense. Okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a wild, I'm not a wild zealot. So I want to tell Freddie Prince Jr. to shove it, but. No, I think he made good points. And, and I think <laughs> it's important to, to, to hear people out when it comes to stuff like that, specifically in the Star Wars fandom. I think we all get way too caught up in like what we like so much that we like just like shit on each other a lot. And I don't know, me personally, dude, I like Star Wars a lot. I love me the laser swords, you know what I'm saying? That's my that's my shit. So if you like it too, I'ma get along with you. Simple as that. I I'm a, I'm a big Star Wars pacifist now. Speaking of uh, horrible toxic fan base, people are really dragging Omega through the fucking mud. Holy crap! Why? Why do they hate? They're our, pretty. Our, they're our giving sister? her like the the Ray hate treatment essentially. That she's like a Mary Sue. That she's oh, too perfect. She does. Man. It's like everything. She's a kid and she's acting like a kid. Especially where like people were angry that she should have known better when it came to Fennec Shand, and it's like she did no. exactly the same thing like any kid would do. I have literally done that exact thing in my life. Like whenever I was eight years old, I. Like went with somebody who I would you got abducted by bounty hunters. Yeah, <laughs> that exact same thing. Not for food when you got no credits. Yeah. <laughs> I, damn, brother, Texas must have been rough. <laughs> Just a bunch of outlaws there. It's probably another high risk of ability. Uh, damn, man, I'm I'm jealous. Jamie got the real authentic experience. I'm out here, pampered in a swamp. <laughs> I mean, we'd be in Dagobah. If anything, oh, <laughs> and all the Tatooine. all the viejos are crazy Yodas. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man, I never even thought about. Yeah, dude, I never even thought about that, dude. Dagobah, Florida is Dagobah, but with a lot more mosquitoes and a lot less Yoda. There's no, we don't have any Yodas down here. Nobody's with the wisdom of nine hundred years. No one. No one. Not even that. All, what about that old man in a speedo the, the, that rides bike on Calle Ocho? There's plenty of wisdom there. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone in Florida is the version of Yoda that's smacking R2 with a stick. That's the version of Yoda that we have down here in Florida. Not, not the wise old sage. So Yoda is Florida R2 man with confirmed. A stick Yoda. Yoda is Florida man confirmed. Yoda is Star Wars Florida man. Dagobah is space Florida. We're, we're collecting them. We're collecting them like Infinity Stones. It's only a matter of time before we get space Jersey. Uh, it's only a matter of time. This is true. Hmm. Have we covered everything? There's a few things, a few minor things that I wanted to cover before we wrap up. There's a couple there's a couple more things we could touch on for sure. No, yeah, we got a little more in the tank, no doubt about it. Go ahead. One thing I thought I, I love Sid and I 
went back to see him like where the fuck did we get Sid in the Clone Wars so we didn't Sid is a completely new character so we don't even know what fucking Jedi it is that like was mm -hmm. the um, person I guess that contacted him however there is a clone trooper helmet in her office I can't figure out who the fuck it is but if someone on the internet does then we know which Jedi was the one that was using Sid for connections That is very observant of you. That is true. Oh yeah, I saw it immediately. Look at that. If that, I mean, that's that's the way to do it. That's the way to do. It. And it's in her. It's in her office, like yes. where they were like having that, so um, that discussion towards the end. There, it appears twice. So when they first walk into the office, it's mm -hmm. behind her, and I guess yeah, it's behind her again, like towards the end. But it's there. Uh, it looks like it maybe has a, some black. I guess it's it's dark, so you can't really tell which who that clone trooper helmet belonged mm -hmm. to it's kind of like how in uh in rebels thrawn had the gree helmet so um it's just one of those things right um i'm trying to i'm literally trying to look at it right now yeah i see it i see it very observant of you oh i can't quite tell I can't quite yeah, It tell. does look like it's like black. Got, At first I thought I was just like, yep. is that maybe Echo's mm -hmm. helmet? Yeah, it looks black. But no. It wouldn't make, yeah, I was going to say, because that was my first thought it too. black though. But I was like, he didn't know mm -hmm. who she was, so. Yeah, but like, remember they blew him to smithereens and then yeah. his body parts or like his True. stuff had to go somewhere. Oh, so. Considering that his helmet was, or mm -hmm. his face and skull was mostly intact, I'm assuming the helmet was still on. Yeah. So Lord knows what happened to it. Damn, they got some good helmets then. Wear your helmets, kids, please. <laughs> you just heard this. You can rebuild the rest of you, but just wear your helmet. Well, we can't rebuild the rest of you just yet. But, but a long time ago in a galaxy please. far, far away, <laughs> you could have been. Yeah, yeah I, we lost the technology. <laughs> I tried to do a quick dive to see if like any clone has like, like Commander or something has like black on him, but it doesn't seem like it. So we're going to have to go to the internet for this one. I bet, I bet they'll come back at some point. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe it's kind of like something yeah. unspoken. But yeah. I'm assuming we're going to see Sid a lot more, considering she's going to be their segue into their new um, gun-for-hire lifestyle. Yeah, the, the criminal underworld. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder if we're going to see yep. more of the guild. Because, I mean, they're going to be they're going to be on the run. Yeah, that's true. Me, I, don't, I don't know. If, I, mean, I mean, if there's one thing I've learned so, over the years um, is that... Filoni and, and the team they try to work in the Mandalorians as much as they can mm -hmm. so maybe they might get worked in we might see the guild uh, you know be worked in and, and get some Mandalorian action I mean we could always see a Mando pop up but well the guild is for and, and the guild bounty hunters guild factor. At the Mandalorian yeah exactly <laughs> it's the bounty hunter it's the bounty hunters guild no I know I know it's the bounty hunters guild but in in a similar capacity, I feel like they wouldn't give us the Bounty Hunters Guild without shoehorning in a Mandalorian. Yeah. It's just too I mean, juicy not to do. And <laughs> who's to say I was just... A, damn it. I was just about to say that. <laughs> who's to say it wouldn't be Boba Fett? I mean, Fennec also That's works a for good, the Guild uh, as you're, well. Uh, you're, you're, a, you're, you're a quick one, Julie. Let me tell you, you're a quick one. You're a quick one. I I'm, I think I think we're gonna get Boba. We're gonna get Boba. I hope so. Fennec probably works for the guild at this point. Um, 
I mean, how else would she buy that sick ship? You know, it looks too clean. It looks too new. She's got to be working with someone. I wonder if it's Tarkin, Palpy, Rampage. Maybe she's working for Maul. That would be really cool. I or think... So, oh, another thing. Oh, my uh -huh. God. Anyways, um, there is a character model of uh, that dude. That same guy that plays uh, the Vision that he's in Star Wars. What is his character name? He's head of the Crimson Paul Dawn. Bettany. Yes, Paul Bettany's character before. Paul Bettany, yeah. He, mm -hmm. They have a fantastic 3D model of Paul Bettany's character. It would not make sense to not bring it back. Because they've been bringing back a lot of leftover models from Clone Wars. So why would they not? I mean, look, if they continue whatever story arcs they had in mind following Solo, I am down. I thought, look... People, I feel like a lot of people didn't like Solo, oh, but they, Solo. Th those same people didn't see Solo because that movie was fire. It gave us a lot of great underworld stuff. We could have gotten some more malls action. You know what I'm saying? So if they choose not to go the movie route with it, I understand the movie did not perform well, but I am For reasons down <laughs> to revisit some of those storylines, baby. Ooh, yeah, yeah. who could who would have thought, you know? I, who, who would have thought that releasing a movie between uh, Avengers Infinity War and Deadpool 2 may it some, in some capacity hurt your performance in the box oh, office? I forgot it's almost it was like, you know, like it was released within weeks of it. Within weeks. It was sandwiched between the two. It also wasn't nope. promoted very well either. I think they well gave up on it. They threw it away. It was getting, they were getting a lot of bad press. Yeah, they were getting a lot of bad a, a lot of bad promo after The Last Jedi. You had The Last Jedi meltdown. Uh, yes. And then just six months later. You know what I'm saying? That Just six months later, you had Solo come out. And that one had like a, a rocky development cycle behind it. So I figured a lot of fans were like... Nah, dude, it's too soon for Star Wars, and they they kind of probably just opted out from it. Ugh. I mean, I'm I I love I love me some Star Wars. It's hard for me, even when I don't like it, I still love it. It's yeah. I, I'm telling you, I'm I'm an unreliable individual when it comes to Star Wars. I'll give you my honest take, right? I'll tell you if it's bad. I'll tell you if it's good. It makes me but so sad. Even when it's bad, it's like pizza. I still love it. <laughs> you know, it's just I I love me some Star Wars, but. But yeah, no, I think so. I can't believe Disney threw away the like opportunity of more Amelia Clark in Star Wars, a live action Darth Maul again, which well, is like the fucking coolest version. Yeah. And then fucking Donald Glover's Lando. What? Like, why the fuck not? I mean, I mean, I mean, look, dude, it's there's a lot. Why not? Because they legitimately lost money on that movie. Ugh. It's the only flop in star wars history it's the only movie they released that netted less money than it cost to make which is you know horrible mm -hmm. and at the end of the day it is it is a, a production it's a, it's a company that's putting this thing together and if they're not making money then it's just not they're not going to pursue that route anymore so the fans who 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 pretty much boycotted the film so they spoke they with their wallets the you know what i'm saying i i think i think the star wars fandom did in fact shoot itself in the foot because i i really wish that they had given solo a chance because that was a great movie phenomenal visuals phenomenal um uh character designs 
uh Enfys nest was sick <laughs> you know it was like we got some of that underworld goodness i mean a lot of eu stuff was too that good, was just coming up in casual conversations yeah Mm-hmm. just throwing it out there it was i'm telling you it was a geek fest of a movie it was a great time <laughs> hopefully the they get to explore some of that with bad batch it looks like they're going to be dipping their toes into that underworld goodness um i know they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to resist doing that with the cassian Andor um series once that uh finally uh comes out yeah hey sir you already know you already know Oh god, I can't wait. It's been filming for forever. Forever. And it's crazy. Oh, I've been eating everything up that's been coming up because they're unlike <laughs> it being locked down in the studio. Like uh they're filming places mm -hmm. on, on you know, on set or on whatever the fuck you call it. So a lot of the time there was one story of a dude went hiking and all of a sudden he was in a Cassian Andor set and he, like he took some photos of it because they just left it there without any security and stuff. So, and in contrast, wow. you get like the Book of Boba Fett, which the only thing we know is that the the, the hair people are gone. That's it. <laughs> so we know they, they've stopped shooting, but I can't wait. It looks like it's oh, gonna wow. be some like tropical beach setting. There's postcards, there's shore troopers. There's, I'm there's for it, Diego dude. Luna. I'm like, I'm one for, more. Yo, we, <laughs> I want me some shore troopers, baby. Bring them back. Oh, yes. It's like we oh, got a little man, bit of it in the back. Mandalorian, love, but like. Hell yeah. This is the perfect hell opportunity. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think I think moving forward now, I think Disney's definitely going to lean into what what a lot of the fans responded very well to um, since they've since they've been doing the Star Wars stuff. Uh, sequel trilogy was really divisive. There were a lot of hiccups along the way, um, but you know we got a lot of great stuff that came from it as well. Um, one of those things is actually kind of related to something that that you brought up a little earlier. I think it's a stretch, but I'm not entirely convinced that it's not connected. Hmm. Let me stop being vague. <laughs> um, uh, you know, we got Grogu, we got Rey, we, we know that they heal. They got the Force healing. Uh -huh. Right? Homegirl, what's her name? Omega. Uh huh. We know that she was Namaste's uh, medical <laughs> assistant. So, what if she did Force healing? Is that what you're trying to get at? What if her thing is force healing huh. and then that triggers the now football concussed Super Bowl 57 uh, record <laughs> to just start, you know, going wild when he sees her do some force healing? Maybe. Hmm? Maybe poor Hunter gets injured and she's like, no, my... My my bad batch no, dad, my dad. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, Snake Pliskin, Snake. No, you know, and she just runs up to him. Hideo Kojima makes a cameo in the episode, <laughs> and then she's just like healing him, and then just like Wrecker's just like Ugh! Hulk smash, and then he just co go you know goes at her. Uh, the uh, hunter breaks another arm because he's got to stop the Hulk. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can see that going down that way. All I can say is I'm these ready. These are my big. These are my spicy predictions <laughs> moving forward, man. I'm thinking that could happen, and I, I'm not convinced that the inhibitor chips are out of play with these guys. I think that it could still be a big factor moving forward. Oh yeah. Because 
it's 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 just it's just too juicy not to explore that right having like any of these guys at any point lose themselves and it's not their fault right that's so crazy you know yeah i feel like echo's the only one that probably doesn't have it anymore at this point considering mm-hmm. the holes they drilled yeah, in his fucking head yeah and i head. think once that happens exactly yeah i think once that happens they're gonna drill the holes and they're gonna be like no no, no these things got to go <laughs> and then and they're gonna lobotomize themselves and they'll be chilling and you know but i think i think you know what, what was his name cross eyes i think cross eyes is gonna definitely uh you know cameo and uprising i'm still on that i'm still on that wave i think cross eyes is gonna get a redemption arc because i want some more task force 99 so badly oh we're gonna get them we're gonna get them hopefully sooner than later i hope like next episode it's all like all of them like all episode because that, that'd be fucking great i'm ready for it we've gone two episodes without seeing them mm-hmm. i'm getting antsy i was actually uh thinking about that at the end of this episode about how we haven't seen them for two episodes and i was really hoping for at least one of these 16 episodes to just be them well, we have, they did a compilation of scenes that we have not seen yet. More than half of them is Braca. So I think Braca is going to be several episodes, but there is a lot of hallway walking scenes in Camino with these guys. So I'm assuming we're at least going to get one or two episodes of them. You. Just walking. Clean as hospital planet ever. <laughs> COVID compliant all the way through. <laughs> they all, they mean, all those, wear their masks. Them boys clean. Oh, no, they do. Right, you know, so that's a funny thing. They always wear their helmets, but they just, like, take them off. It's like one of those weird, like, movie things where they just immediately take their helmets off as soon as they can because you want to see the actor's face. Oh, yeah. Right? Or the or the, the, the opposite of it where, like, the, the, whole fa- like, the whole helmet, like, the entire front portion of it is glass. Mm-hmm. And there's these, you know, lights pointing at their faces that serve absolutely no real purpose for them using it but for the audience we see the actor's face and it just looks cool right but it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like they're, they're just walking around with the helmets but they're never really wearing them yeah i was a uh, i gave them a lot of shit like two episodes ago when they were on that planet the ordo moon or whatever where they were wearing oh, yeah. just the respirators and i realized tax helmet doesn't seal mm-hmm. so he needs to use a respirator it's like completely open because he's got his goggles on. Mm. So, and then True. Wrecker wears it kind of like a douchebag way. I think the helmet just on top. Oh yeah. But other than that, yeah. Yeah. We got to see the hair on Hunter, so he gets a pass. And I think I don't know That's Echoes. True. The way Echoes' helmet seals is really fucking cool. They showed it uh, a little bit close up in this past episode when they give it back oh, to yeah. him after the the stabers yeah, take it away. Cool. It's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready for Man, Omega to get her helmet. These last two episodes. <laughs> oh yeah, she's gonna. You know she's gonna. She already painted her little doll. Oh, it's Omega's so cute. She's a bad bachelor now. She's yeah, got a little calm link. Exactly. Uh. It's adorable. It's like guys, please, fan base, please. How can you listen, hate her? I she's so cute. If, she if sounds cute. If it's if it's little if it's a little childish, I get it. But guys, come on. It's a children's you know show. Saying? We were all there. We we were all kids at one point. You know what I'm saying? Let the kids feel like they're part of it, you know? (laughs) 
It's exactly. I'm still stupid, you know, and I'm, I'm not a kid anymore and I'm still stupid. But, you know, it, be nice to the kids, right? Let them be part of the Star Wars. It's, it's mainly for them at the end of the day. We're here for the to give that experience to them. And we end up growing with it and loving it and, and, and buying nonstop merchandise. You know what I'm saying? Basically, Give me all the sell your children's merch soul you have. To, 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 to Star Wars like <laughs> I have so that we can all be in subservience to Moochie, our, our god empress Moochie, rancor queen of, of the Outer Rim. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start dropping some Daenerys Targaryen titles <laughs> on here. Watch. I'm gonna turn this into a thing. We're gonna have to, as part of our uh, Poppy Claps merch line, we're gonna have tiny little 3D printed cla- uh, crowns you could have for your Moochie. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Oh my God! Moochie with a crown. Get out of here, dude. Oh my God! <laughs> it needs to happen. Where's our graphics department? Oh wait, I'm the graphics department. God damn. Okay. Never mind. We sell some shirts of Moochie in a crown. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> there's no, there's no money, there's no money in budget. There's no <laughs> money in budget. We move on to the next topic. <laughs> oh man, I would love it. I would love it. It's funny that we got to see a baby Rancor, guys. It's How so crazy! Cute. We is got that? a fight. They got a fist and fight. Dude, and dude, and, uh, bro, this this dude had the audacity to start fist fighting a Rancor, like. <laughs> You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Say what you will. It's fun stuff. It is fun stuff. Just when you get tired in the end and just sleep but like I on top was, of each other. Oh, it's oh, so fucking yeah. cute. It was, uh, it was. It was funny. It was funny, man. And then she goes up to it and says, "Oh, it's cute now. Come on, man. I, where's your heart?" And then she's riding it That's at the adorable. end, the same way that That's like uh, the Night Sisters ride the Rancors. Oh, mm-hmm. gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, speaking of, yeah, the, the, we did get those Night Sister nods, right? Yeah, the Rancor, With, uh, the, the so, so it's not, I guess, yeah, the Rancor and the um, the bow. Yeah, I mean, this this stuff was <laughs> originally love, made I for the some... Lesage Ventress arc, so mm-hmm. I don't know, but true, true, true. Give me some yeah. more Mother Talzin, please. Mm-hmm. I want it. Some Night Brothers, dude. I them. would, I would kill to for some Dathomir action. Oh. Same. Especially Speaking of Star Wars Galaxies, love Dathomir. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, for, bro, for real. Loved it. Loved it. That's a deep cut for all you old heads out there. Star Wars Galaxies was World of Warcraft before World of Warcraft dropped. Not even kidding. Yeah. Um, and it was all Star Wars, and then it became bad, and we all got depressed. So, you know, a typical Star Wars property, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it was it was it was really great stuff, and um, I think that 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 if we get some more Dathomir, I'd be very excited, especially since this animation is looking so good. Oh yes, I mean, look that pan that Pantora chase scene. Ah, uh, yeah, it's another chase scene in Star Wars. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> But it was pretty as hell to look at. Yeah, it I was. mean, the, the 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 city was gorgeous, and this planet with the desert. I mean, I'm telling you, some of these scenes with these ships touching down, they look like they're just ships. They don't even look like they're animated when they're in motion. It's just wild how 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 crispy and and nice the animation looks without betraying that original artistic 
um, style that they went for of having a brushed, colored on look yeah. to everything. So it has like this kind of grittiness to it, but it still looks so smooth and fluid. They, I think, I mean, hey, now that Lucas Arts is back, department. they are killing it. Yes, now that Lucas mm-hmm. Arts is back, I They're hope killing it, that dude. they keep the style of animation and do not do a Disney XD House of Mouse on us because that was that was terrible. That was rough. <laughs> I'll still take it anyway, though. But I'd prefer if I, if I had a choice. If I had a choice, I'm going with this one. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with this one. I'm going with this one, definitely. But yeah, gotta love it got to love it so yes you had it here first folks Muji is going to um be killed by luke skywalker oh. the most cruel evil person in the galaxy um thank you jamie for seeing into the future and confirming that um for breaking so all our hearts Jamie's hot take luke skywalker <laughs> is an absolute monster who's irredeemable uh jamie's words not mine and mine too never mind no it, we're, we're in this together <laughs> And uh, what else was it? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Wrecker um, is not a concussed linebacker. He is, in fact, uh, undergoing some... Well, he's also a concussed linebacker, but <laughs> he's getting, uh, you know, that, that, that inhibitor chip action. It's going to happen. It's going to go down. I think, personally, it's going to be Omega Force healing. I think that's what's going to trigger it. It's going to be crazy. They're going to lobotomize themselves. You know what I'm saying? Most likely, at some point, we want some Star Wars canonical lobotomy going down to make sure our boys are not, you know, inhibited. Just give us some Rex, <laughs> please. That's all I've been waiting for. Point. Captain Rex, where are you? We love you. We're going to get him. We're going to get him. Give we're, me some Wolf. Give so me some Gregor. My... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to get him. We're going to get him. They, they, they can't help themselves. They love giving the fans what they want, clearly. So, uh... I mean, dude, they managed to work Ahsoka into a show called The Mandalorian. They they are committed to giving fans food, <laughs> clearly. No, you know what I mean? Please. I think we're gonna we're gonna get them. We're gonna get them. I am em. hungry. I want to be fed. I'm not, I got Give no me all worries. the Star Wars stuff, please. Mm-hmm. It's on the way. It's on the way. We just gotta be patient. We gotta we gotta take every bite, savor it as we get it. You know. So uh, definitely, I think if there's one thing I would tell the viewers, the viewers, geez. I mean, there's two or three people. (laughs) (laughs) The listeners. I guess if they're they're closing their eyes and they're imagining this, um, uh, I promise you I'm much more handsome than I sound. But if you're (laughs) listening to this podcast, right, um, I would advise you to... Let the episode sink in a little bit. Try to be a little more observant of what you see behind you. Because Star Wars, and and I firmly do believe this, um, I think that one of the things that the the Lucasfilm since, since the acquisition probably doesn't get a lot of credit for is how much they try to work in to a scene visually they really like putting in a lot of visuals that hint at certain things and and world build and i don't think they get enough credit for that um and i think i I, again i'm not i don't know i can't speak to their actual thought process over at um at lucasfilm how what their actual mo is um when it comes to producing these set pieces and whatnot but i i would be inclined to think that they 
work under the assumption that Star Wars fans are going to dive into the work and dissect it and try to like really break it down as much as possible, just like the Star Wars fans did for the original trilogy. Um, I think that they make their these these works with that underlying assumption. And if we've at any point in this episode or any of the other episodes have pointed out to you stuff that you may not have caught watching these episodes, I think that's a testament to that, to that effort that the, the teams over there, they put into it. Because at this point, guys, the people that are making Star Wars are most likely people who grew up watching Star Wars. You know, it's most likely people like you and me who, you know, they, 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 they're just very lucky and they get to make the Star Wars now. Right. So I, I, I would I would advise you try to dig in a little deeper because sometimes we, we watch one of these episodes and a lot of stuff flies right by you. You know, what I'm saying it happens to me constantly. If I didn't have my own Jedi archives over here, Julie, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd miss out a ton of stuff. But, you know, and, and there's a lot in there, guys. So trust me, it's worth giving it that extra second little look. Uh, you never know what you're going to find. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in and shout out to Nick and Enrique, the only two people I know listen to this. <laughs> we're thinking of you. Oh, my but, goodness. Uh, we are, we're shouting out some people. <laughs> Ooh, I got a shout out. I got a shout out list. I got some stand up quality people that uh, that I know have been listening to this podcast. God bless your hearts. Uh, and if you're an atheist, uh, may the force be with you, I guess. Because <laughs> I don't know what else I would say to that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But hey, man, may the force be with all of you. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it's, uh, it's a good time. Love some, love me some Star Wars. Always incredibly grateful um, that we have wonderful people listening to this podcast. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you so much for the support, guys. It really does mean a lot to us. Um, because, you know, otherwise we would just be screaming this podcast into the void. And we would probably do it anyway if it was the void that we were speaking to. But it's nice to know that the void is populated with a, at least a handful of you fine people. You know what I'm saying? So thank you. Thank you very much. Hashtag Pappy Claps. I was about to say that. Pappy <laughs> Claps. Pappy Claps. She stole it from you. She stole it from you. You're syphilis now. The Greek, the Greek guy who's always rolling the, the thing up the hill. <laughs> You've become syphilis, like Darth Maul. <laughs> 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 <laughs>